more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, it's even more than $200. It's $50 million. Jack, what did you do? You, This is a, a story in itself. What did you do? You you wrote what I wrote on your what? Lotto on my hand because, as I'm sure you guys have noticed, our traffic reports, every so often, Stacey will give an ad at the end of it. And so she did mention that Lotto Max was $50 million, And I was like, what? Yeah. I got to go buy a ticket. The draw is tonight. I don't even have to wait that long. Right. I got to remember. And you write these things on your hand. Well, yeah. And then you see, like, where on your hand? Just like right on, um, okay, I don't know what it's are you called. Are you backside or frontside? Um, palm or top? Top, <laughs> like the not palm. Get, and you do <laughs> walk funny, so you see the tops of your hands all yeah, the time? Yeah, it's so. like when you look down, like right where your thumb meets your hand. Okay, and then you see it. Just says lotto, and that's it. But that is the best daily reminder. Forget Google Calendar, forget iPhone, and nothing helps me remember than writing it on my hand. Like if, if lotto came up and like was a beeping on your phone, that would not be as effective as it on your hand. 5,000%. Because oh. thing, it goes away, the writing doesn't. I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a real, you know, throwback to when Jack was in junior high. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you should have seen the notes. But yeah, but now it's bad because sometimes I'll have like a photo shoot or yeah. I'll have something to do and I'm like, oh. Photo shoot. <laughs> oh, no. Insta collab. <laughs> lotto. Your hand's packed. <laughs> No kidding. But yeah, I love writing on my hand, but I will not forget. I will be buying a lotto ticket tonight. 50 million, you guys. Come on. I love if Matt had to write on his hand, it would be <laughs> stop kids from crying, picking apples. <laughs> it's way different stuff. Pick Get up, up from Kijiji. Don't be lazy. <laughs> oh. Get stuff from Free Group. <laughs> oh, hang on. Quick draw is coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, welcome to the Friday edition of Quick Draw. Tim and Andrea are with us. How are you guys doing this morning? Good. All right, awesome. Okay, Tim, what are you looking most forward to this weekend? Uh, having a day off. Oh, are you? Heck yeah. Okay, good for you. Well, you enjoy that, all right? Andrea, your 12-year-old daughter Haley is uh, standing by to be your phone-a-friend. Um, she is my phone a friend. All right. Uh, where you go to school, Haley? Um, Vinnie's Edge Academy. Oh my gosh! Good for you. All right. Well, here we go, guys. Again, uh, it's a best of uh, five. So the first one of three is going to win. Are you ready to go, Tim? Yeah, you bet. You ready to knock the socks off these ladies? <laughs> I'll do, I'll do my best. All right. We'll see about that. Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> Something you order at a fast food restaurant that starts with a C. Cone. What was that? Cone. Cone. Oh, yes. She's cone. right. I get a cone. Yeah, okay. Usually yeah, ice yeah. cream is before it, but we'll allow it. Yeah, cone. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim. You see, Are you there? You see, how this, <laughs> you see how this game is working? Oh, now they're trash talking you, Tim. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the reception here. <laughs> Fair. All right. Let's go, Tim. Something associated with Canada that starts with a B. Beavers. He got it first. I think that was Tim. Yeah, yeah, that was the logical one. Beavers. Okay. A condiment that starts with an M. Mayo. That was Andrea. Yeah, just by a touch. Okay. Tim, you almost got in there. And here we go. A Christmas decoration that starts with a W. A wreath. Oh, man. Wow, she is on it. (laughs) Wreath? That starts with an R. No, it doesn't. Oh, she is feisty. <laughs> yes. I've been playing this for weeks. <laughs> she's been, you can tell. Yeah, you should, uh, Tim. You know what? You, you you did as good as you could have possibly done today. You know, you yeah, just she that's was. All right. She was not. I'm gonna, really sorry. She was not. 
awesome. She was not going to be beat. Uh, uh, good luck, Andrea, on the draw coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And, Tim, you just keep playing, bud. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. Chris. Thanks, guys. Awesome. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, Jack was uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about uh, the Lotto Max and the fifty million bucks, mm-hmm. and so she got tonight. So, you got so excited, you wrote it on your hand. I got to buy a lotto ticket tonight. I got to remember, so I put it on my hand. Old school way of rem- remembering things. I'm not very good at remembering things today, obviously, because I forgot my wallet, which is another Ooh. story. But uh, anyway, um, what do I do? to try to remind myself of things. Well, there's this one thing that I try to do when I come to, to the radio station in the morning and I'm almost going to run out of gas. And so I have to remind... <laughs> Is it not the beep, 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 out of gas, the oh, big no, notification? No, I'm, I'm way past that, right? I'm way past that. <laughs> Are you that dry tanking it? I'm dry tanking it at that point. So what I do to remind myself, because I get so excited to get home that I just get in my vehicle and just go home and then I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm on negative uh, 20 kilometers to, uh, to a fuel... I usually put my, this isn't good to say, pop can <laughs> in my vehicle on the dash in front of me. So when I see that, it reminds me when I get in that I need fuel. It's the weirdest. Like, Why is this here? If it's only oh, yeah, there was a gauge on my dash that showed me how much fuel I had left. I got my speedometer. I got no, my temperature no, gauge. I got my RPMs. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, where did what? If, why didn't they <laughs> add in really a gas funny. gauge? It's my pop can. I use a pop can, and that this always, is ridiculous. That always reminds me. Come on, Matt. You have to have something that you do. Yeah, it goes beep, beep, low on gas. And I say, no, but if you have to remember something, get over the gas thing. I don't remember it. Yeah, that's that's true. This is a loaded question for Matt. Well, my house is very Googled up. I got Google uh, home minis and the big ones all over the place. So you just got reminders everywhere. Yeah. And I set reminders (laughs) on my phone to repeat. Yeah. (laughs) But back in the day, I was every school year, my teachers and my parents, they always said, Matt, you need to do a better job of reminding yourself when deadlines are. And I said, you got it. So they gave me the agenda. You remember school agendas? How long have you been hearing that? Oh, <laughs> right? I hear from you now instead of my mom and dad. <laughs> and I just, I would go and, all yeah. right, first week, I'd be like, that agenda is my new life. Yes. Next yes. week, fire. Kindling. Lost the agenda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Do you have a strange or unusual way of reminding yourself of things? Jack writes on her hand. Mm-hmm. I use a pop can. Uh, Matt used to use agendas. Uh, what I do put you? the garbage right in front of the back door when it's time for the garbage to go out. Yes, yes so you trip over it. Right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, yeah, that's a common one. All right, 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack writes in her hand, I put the pop can on the dash to remind myself when I need to fuel up. What do you do? This person says, Chris, I need a pop can. I'm right there with you on the fuel. I can't say how many times I've been running on fumes. There's a gas gauge. <laughs> I, know, I know there's a gas gauge. You just gauge, get too excited to get home. Yeah, exactly. I was waiting for gas to go down in price. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> this person says, if I need a refill on a prescription, I just put the empty bottle in my purse. Okay. You got like, you're just standing in line somewhere and you got like 15 empty bottles. People think you're- They're my reminders. Sort of <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of people saying they put them in their phone and make sure that it buzzes on their watch as well. The problem is, is you sweep that away and then you forget about it. Like literally I forgot to pay my car loan. I just remembered because I swept that away. Yeah. And is that what explains My the- credit's going down, Chris. <laughs> that explains the tow truck in the back parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And many people saying my wife is always my reminder. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is I do true. like that text. Am I the only one that has a wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast.
couldn't get any more confusing. Uh, yesterday, they decided to change the names of uh, the uh, three, uh, I guess, the three different vaccines for uh, COVID. And uh, This isn't some sort of joke? Apparently not. I, people have been talking about it. They changed the names of these things. So, you know, maybe people pick up on it. I mean, remember the very first, when uh, COVID first came out, it was called Corona? The coronavirus. And now oh, yeah, it's, that's right. Now it's called COVID. So, so here we, we go very we just, much more scientific. Yeah, so we just kind of, uh, we morphed into that. Name. But, you know, like, it's Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca. Yeah. It's the, that's what it is. Oh, you're so wrong. It's not that anymore. Why, so, do, why are they changing these names? Do we know? Hmm, I don't know. Whatever. I think it's big label companies that wanted to get involved. Oh, big label. I don't know. I'm just assuming. So, Chris, you're going to try your hat at pronouncing these? Yeah, I'll, go, I'll start with the easy ones. Okay, AstraZeneca is now called Vaxaverna. <laughs> is that right? I think right? you need to say I, it with more confidence. Vaxaverna. Vaxa, I don't think so. I think it's Vaxavira. Yeah, Vaxavira. Vaxavira. Okay, AstraZeneca is now Vaxavira. Mm-hmm. Moderna is called Spikevax. Yeah, that'll get people to take it. I mean, the easiest <laughs> of them all. But yeah, so now I'm I'm a Spikevax girl. Okay, and uh, Pfizer is oh no com eraniti you said it like a kid at the spelling com eraniti there's t in there com is that com what about the t com T. yeah com why it's just so silly I am going to find somebody pronouncing these that actually knows what they're talking about and we'll get that to you but you think it's com uh, for the record, I'm saying it's Comernati. Comernati. I don't think it's... Uh, maybe. Comernati? Comernati, Comernati, uh, Spikevax, <laughs> and Vaxavira. Okay, there you go. What Just- the heck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the change is on. Anyway, there they are. And I think I've pulled off one of the three. So that's not bad. Yeah, Spikevax, the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, why have they decided to change the three names of the uh, vaccines? It makes sense, actually, when people explain it to us, really. Yeah, and we are getting quite a few uh, explanations. This person says it takes time to actually get the new name and the drugs to get them approved. So rather than waiting, they just push them out saying like, okay, well, this is the name that the company, the company right? that made it. Pfizer right. can't call all their vaccines Pfizer. Right. Um, they should have just named the vaccine something normal when it came out, but they couldn't at the time. So like, yeah, Pfizer makes Viagra, for example. They didn't call it Pfizer. Yeah, so it's like uh, acetaminophen is Tylenol and the ibuprofen is Advil. Yes, yeah. I love pain meds, so that cleared it right up. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Here are the names properly pronounced. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine will now be known as Comirnaty. Moderna will be called the Spikevax. And AstraZeneca's will be called Vaxavria. Comirnaty. Vaxaria sounds like something you get at a Mexican joint. Yeah, yeah, I've had Vaxarina before. It's not, not, Mm. no. No, it's not. I'm okay with spike vax. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, so anyway, it's coming up at nine o'clock for your chance to win. Money is a good thing. Speaking of money, earlier in the week we were talking about cool things from when you were in school, and we got a it was a text or a phone call from somebody. Yeah, we got a phone call from a lady who said, "Hey, I know somebody who spent their entire student loan on something that was super cool when we went to school, mm-hmm. and that was polo shirts." Polo shirts. And yeah. it wasn't just like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks. No. No. It was thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> so he's couch surfing, but he looks real good doing it. Ralph Lauren's on that front of that polo. You know it. 
So we thought we'd ask a, a, a more broad question uh, this morning about what did you spend your student uh, loan money on that wasn't um, appropriate, so to speak. It wasn't exactly school. Heck, if you didn't get a student loan, you got a line of credit. Yeah. You can throw that in there, too. Yeah. I got, <laughs> I got, a, I got a student loan when I went to broadcasting school. I use the word school very uh, loosely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, it was awesome. They paid me like, like like I was making a job. I remember every month I got a certain amount of money, and it was brilliant. You didn't get a lump sum. You just got like a, I, yeah. like a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. And and I spent a significant amount of it on an Alpine stereo system for my pickup truck. <laughs> I mean, you you were going into radio. Big I was amp. going into radio. Yeah. yeah. And all he's listening to is George Strait. He's not pumping fat beats. No, it's just I was. rocking country. That, I mean, and you want country to sound good on a good system. I get it. Uh, I literally got the best stereo you could possibly get for a pickup truck. I remember there's a place right across the street on 101st Street uh, from the radio station. I can't International stereo? Yeah, it was. <laughs> A-B sound. I don't know what it was, but anyway, it was like radio the fanciest shack. stereo. <laughs> Keep guessing. Um, <laughs> we don't know. All right. What about you? What did you spend your money on, Matt? Uh, just before I went to play baseball and go to school in Kamloops, it was like three months prior, I got a $10,000 line of credit. Wow. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't have a job at the time. And I was like, what's the point of getting a job? I'm leaving in three months. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. When I went to Kamloops, I had about $2,000. <laughs> you spent like eight grand. Do you remember what you bought? No, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I wasn't on. I wasn't getting fit before I went to play ball. They probably poured it all in booze going to Cook County. And my, I told my mom, she's like, "You're gonna be okay with finances. You got that line of credit, right?" So I got two grand left. That should last me three, four years, right? <laughs> she was livid, and it also took me like twenty years to pay that off. All right, Jackie would have been responsible. I, I, yeah, I'm setting myself up for a must be nice, but. Uh, my parents had an account, so I didn't have to have a student loan. Let's say it together, Chris. Must. Must I know. I know. (laughs) My parents paid for my school. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Asking the question about how did you spend your student loan money? There is a lot of trips going on. This text says, I went to Jamaica. Right after that, trip to Greece. (laughs) That's a lot of money. Jill says, first trip to Hawaii. There you go. <laughs> I get like you get a deal on all inclusive. You're like, well, I keep eleven hundred, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. But then like Greece, man, that's like four. That's like three grand. It's like, oh, I think it's probably a little more than that. <laughs> it's a learning experience. Yeah, that's kind of like school. Are you taking like Greek school. history? That's the only reason. <laughs> just like my stereo made sense. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you can make everything make sense if you just tie it in. All right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, all right, switching gears. We were talking earlier this week about uh, West Edmonton Mall and the 40th anniversary, and we got on the subject of of who had played there before they were like big stars. And we thought we would play the game called "Who Did You See Before They Were Really Big." And yeah, somebody texted and said uh, they saw Britney Spears at West Edmonton Mall before she broke out. Right, yeah, just a four song set on a little tiny stage. Right, right. Keith Urban was with his group called The Ranch and played there, and there was about a hundred people there. And uh, now thousands claim that they were there. You know, it's just, oh, Always. I was there. I saw Keith Urban at the ranch. That's pretty neat, Chris, though. get yeah. out your parchment and tell us all the ones you've seen. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, again, it's not fair, right, because True. of the business that I'm in. But I remember once Karen and I got flown to Calgary uh, to see Brad Paisley. This was when he was just coming out, just coming out and uh, seeing him. And it was just like, that was one of the coolest little concerts. It was just him and his fiddle player that he still has. And that was one of the most amazing shows. Yes, Jack. You had to tell your Taylor Swift story. That is hilarious. Oh, the fact that uh, 
I met uh, Taylor Swift in Nashville, and uh, they introduced. She was fifteen years old, or fourteen maybe, and they uh, they introduced her to to me as, "Hi, this is Taylor Swift, and she's going to be the next Garth Brooks." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure, she is. Uh, whatever." And <laughs> Don't so- believe it. <laughs> Look at this little tramp. Good luck. Good luck. Write your old songs. I doubt it. But then, what did you do? Then I took a picture with her, a dumb picture. I I I decided to be like creeping, like I she would. I said, "You look the other way, and I'll be like, like I'm taking a picture with you, but but you don't want a picture with me." I thought this. You took a picture with the back of her head. Why did I do that? What an idiot! Because she did become Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) You dummy! Amazing. Literally did. Uh, Some of the other great stories. I was saying Keith Urban at Cook County Saloon. uh, That was one of the most amazing nights ever this was just before he was taken off and uh and we play he played there everybody's played at cook uh, shania twain once played at the mustang saloon you remember the mustang saloon it was on the west end of the so. city nope. i think there's a strip club there now it's like right st by- pete's no, no, no. That's no. the only one I know on the West End. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> this was one kind of in that uh uh it's right by the that place you know that the place. oh Spider yeah mayfield. the place yes yeah. thank you jack the mayfield i know yes. the place i know what you're talking about i don't know what it's called yeah, mustang saloon was there shania twain played there once that's pretty cool and one of my favorite stories of all time was speaking of garth brooks just as he was just about to take off we had an opportunity to book garth brooks to play the kiss and giveaway party at horlack park <laughs> and uh he was $5,000, and uh, and God love him, uh, former general manager of the radio station, Bob Lang, was like, nah, that's too much money. I, we can't pay 5000 bucks for an artist. You blew it, Bob. It was Garth. <laughs> <laughs> it was Garth Brooks, so we teased him about that for years after. But, uh, oh, Jack, man. you seen anybody interesting before they were big? Um, just Brad Paisley. My yeah. dad decided that we were all going to take a family trip when I was in grade 9 to Nashville. And yeah. he was like, yeah, we're going to stay at the Grand Old Opry. It's going to be great. And my brother and I thought it was the worst trip ever. And we were so bored. And you know I hate live music. Yes. So he took us to the Grand Old Opry, <laughs> trying to tell us all this history. Now I would kill for this trip. Yes. And we're like, oh, this is so boring, Dad. These seats are not comfy. And he's just like, watch this guy. He's going to be big. And there he is singing on his little guitar that he didn't have to be. I still remember that song. Yeah. And he's like. My dad has a tear in his eye. He's like, this is it, guys. I didn't have to be here. (laughs) I wish I was somewhere else. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're asking the question, who did you see before they became big stars? And people have seen a lot of stars. The Dixie Chicks at Tellus Field before a Trappers game, says this texter. I've got a picture of my daughter about a year and a half old with the three Dixie Chicks. And I remember they were, the meet and greet area was in a tent and the mosquitoes were so bad, Natalie was going crazy. She's like, how do you guys live here? <laughs> Natalie, we don't know. We didn't have an answer. No. I worked at Oil City Roadhouse when Luke Bryan performed, and it was so cool. He was so humble and nice to all of our staff and took pictures with all of the people who came to his show. Imagine that, eh? Yeah, that was Did you see crazy. The person said, I saw Rihanna at Cowboys when she first started performing. Wow. That'd really? be something else. Huh. What about this? In 1983, I saw George Strait at Cook County, and I got to meet him in his bus after the show. He was still a huge deal in 83, but like medium in the bus was awesome. He played a cook. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, Jason Aldean was a pretty big star when it happened, but still, we brought a big green tractor, I remember, from Martin Equipment and had him perform this song when it just became a big, big hit. You can go on, online and Google Jason Aldean, Kissing Country, Big Green Tractor, and see the performance, actually, as a matter of fact. And uh, yeah, he's a much bigger star now. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
We're talking about uh, seeing artists before they became big stars. For example, Jack. I love these coming in. These stories are so good. I had a small romance with Chase Rice pre-fame. Very small. Comic, what? What do you mean? Small. Part? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you have a little kizzy-kizzy with him? I want to know. What are his lips? Yeah. <laughs> What's going more. on? <laughs> this text says, back when I worked at the ranch, I know I saw both Kane Brown and Luke Combs before yes. they got big. Yes. Then a couple of years later, we got to meet Luke again at BBJ. So I guess you could say we're BFFs now. Remember what we said when we got to uh, introduce Luke Combs on that yes. stage that night? You will never see him in a club again. You will never see him in a club again. I like Chris's story with Kane Brown because didn't you go on his bus and you were with your son at the time? No, my son went on his bus. I wasn't on and his he, bus. Like, but yeah, yeah. He tells the story about Kane, yeah, Kane Brown. Kane Brown is having fun on his bus. Let's just say that. And uh, <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of real important people there from all over. Like there's uh, there's people that represent uh, um, uh, big country concerts, big uh, you know big uh, events and things like that. And they all want a piece of Kane. And Kane doesn't want to have anything to do with any of them. All he wants is Carter and his buddy Brandon to play uh, uh, video games with him. Like he's just like, like, hey man, you want to play some Madden? <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Dang, I wish I was there because I yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And Marilyn texts in to one zero three nine three nine and says, "I saw Blake Shelton at the convention center." I get the I get the shakes when I think about that concert because wow. I can't remember who was here with Blake, but that was like mullet and cowboy hat, and he had just started out. We could not sell tickets to that event for the life of us. We could not even give them away to that event. No way, Blake. Frickin' Shelton. Like, seriously. Like, you think about it now, right? There's probably somebody win- uh, who uh, is listening who won a ticket and didn't pick it up. Yeah. yeah. Idiot! It was. Just, I, just, I remember that was one of the most stressful times. Convention Center was always a hard sell because people were like, I'm not going downtown and parking to go to a concert, right? It was just... Are we talking about, like, the Shaw? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shaw right. Red So, but anyway... And I'm they just, built an arena downtown. Yeah. <laughs> now people understand. You're asking about what artists um, we saw that became big? Yes. Well, I didn't actually see her, but this was years ago when Shania Twain played uh, the Mustang Saloon you were talking about. Well, this friend, this old friend of mine, this was years ago. This is way before Shania made it big. She was playing the Mustang Saloon, and this friend of mine, her, she managed a clothing store. And... Her staff member, her husband, worked for one of the record labels, and he said, oh, do you guys want tickets to go see Shania Twain at the Mustang Saloon? And we're like, who? Who is that? <laughs> nah, we don't know who that is. We don't want to go see her. Forget it. So we didn't go, and then also then... You know how the story is. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Shania, never going to make it. Don't want to see her. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, we give Matt an opportunity every Friday as the show winds up to talk about something he's wanted to talk about all week long, and we're not sure if it's appropriate or appropriate. Sometimes he surprises us with it. Yeah, like, sometimes it works. Yeah. It'll be appropriate. Don't worry. Okay, appropriate? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, something happened. What was it? What was that big presser? Wednesday. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> On Wednesday. And that reminded me of something in my childhood that was the most terrifying thing on the face of the planet. I literally, I love staying home sick or sick in quotations. (laughs) Yes. But when I was a kid watching TV, once in a while, you remember this? Hmm. They'd have the emergency alert system test. Yes. And you'd just be watching Hammy the Hamster or maybe a little Caillou. Yeah. Lunette in the big comfy couch. Then all of a sudden, (laughs) 
the screen goes red. And you're like, ah, end of the world. <laughs> Literally the most terrifying. And you have to wait like, this is, is it a test or not? A yeah. test. <laughs> and it was always like the United States channels too. Oh, it, like everything. You start flicking like, oh, God, the end is near. The end is near. The end is near. <laughs> Every single channel would happen. So that happened on the channels, on our phones and everything. Now the phones do it too. Oh, right? and yes. then I was, I'm putting my kids down. And yeah. while I put my kid down, I listen to a uh, a book on tape. Oh, interesting. While he's falling asleep. Yeah. And then it superseded the audio. So I'm like, oh, Bo's almost asleep. Gank, gank, gank. Somebody get to the bomb shelter. <laughs> Like, isn't that not the most terrifying thing that ever happened when you were a child? Man. It's up there. Yeah. All right. So the question is, what's the most terrifying thing as a child that's not really that terrifying? That's terrifying. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? It's traumatized me forever. There was only two things I was scared of as a kid. What? Quicksand and acid rain. <laughs> <laughs> you tell I grew up in the 80s? You're like, you're like an Adam West Batman episode. <laughs> I was so scared every time I, it rained. I hear the quicksand one, though. I but get yeah, the quicksand. Does that actually, is it real? Every yes, once it in a while, is real. there oh, would okay. be like a, a TV show or yes. whatever would have would feature quicksand, and it would be just like the scariest thing. Kennedy and the, just asked me the other day if it was real, and I got taken back. <laughs> Kennedy, it's very real. We must be afraid. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. and, and I, there's videos now of people in quicksand, yeah. and then they like sink up to their neck, and they show you how to get out. I'm like, don't do it. What if this time you can't get out? That's a horror movie. All right. And acid rain. Yeah, as I don't know, I must have just learned about it in environment class or something. There was that textbook that said, yeah, on Ontario, thanks to the power plants, there's acid rain. And yes! <laughs> and, the, like, Homer's bowling jacket got melted away when he went to the plant again. All right, what about you? What was the thing that scared you as a kid? 780-421-1039. You can also always text us. We love your text at 103939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Brett Kissel, Make a Life, Not a Living, Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're talking at 927 about uh, things that you were scared of as a kid. Uh, the real obvious one for me and probably anybody from my generation would be the Russians. We were scared of the Russians. Sure. Oh, man. And probably rightfully so. That's why I get called a commie all the time. Yeah. I'm scared of you, too. That's why? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, what, what are people saying? This person says, obviously, the great white shark that hung out in the deep end of the pool. Jaws. Yeah. Mm. I didn't join uh, Cub Scouts because I thought I'd get eaten by a bear. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> Not a lot of them in the local gymnasium. But. <laughs> I was scared of the basement. I could go down into the basement, no problem. But when it was time to come upstairs, I thought for sure something was going to come up after me. So I would either sprint up as fast Always. as I could or walk up backwards. Doesn't everyone, do you guys still sprint up the stairs? I do. No, I don't oh. anymore. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> <on the> f- <laughs> What? You're a grown woman. <laughs> Sprinting up the stairs. I run up the stairs. <laughs> You're just, I can just hear like casually. I'm not alone on this. I've never walked up the basement stairs. I think, I think as, as a mother of two at your Your poor age, children are going to have a complex. There is no way that people are still running up the stairs. Okay, oh, girl. I'm going to flick off the lights. Let's be terrified and sprint up. I <laughs> One might under go first, arm. and then I shut off all the lights. And run <laughs> all right. Anyways, lots of people also scared of quicksand. Somebody did say, be careful. It does come from the same place as oil. Okay. I better text my husband, Bob. Right. Be careful, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this person says clowns. I was very scared of clowns. Yeah. And the theme from Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh, the theme from X-Files would play. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> 
All right. Scary things as kids. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, keep the calls coming. 780-421-1039. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.